Hello everybody and welcome to Into the Darkness, the podcast where I talk about horror movies that most people wouldn't even know existed. I'm Joe Farrar and you're listening to episode 131. Hope everybody had a good week and the weekend is once again upon us and it's time to talk about horror movies. Uh, I have some really good ones um, for this week, but before I get started, I wanted to say a couple of things. And number one is um, we uh, we lost a, a good actor uh, yesterday. I believe it was yesterday. Uh, Ray Liotta died in his sleep, and um, I don't usually watch too many um, mob movies like uh, um, The Godfather and uh, Goodfellas, the movie that he was in. And, but he was in a lot of TV shows and uh, other movies. And uh, there was a movie that I really remember him in. It had stuck in my mind. I love this scene. I love the movie. And it's from the sequel to Silence of the Lamb called Hannibal. And it's the part where he's sitting at the uh, Hannibal's dinner table. Or some other people sitting there. And uh, Hannibal's got him drugged. Somehow, I'm not sure if it was an injection or a, uh, a drink or what, but um, he has him drugged, but he's still awake, and he's got his brain, his head open, and his brain's exposed, and he's plucking out pieces of his brain, sautéing it, and feeding it to him and the people at the table. Um, I freaking love that scene. It, it's funny in a way, and it's pretty disgusting in another way. And, um, but I remember like uh, Ray Liotta from, uh, especially in that, from that scene. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, he will be missed. A really good actor. Uh, and the next thing I want to talk about is I, I, uh, I saw a movie that, um, I, uh, it's a Korean film. It's called Train to Busan. Um, I've heard a lot of people on Facebook talking about how, this is pretty much the the, uh, the best uh, zombie movie they've ever seen, and once I saw it, I agree. It's uh, I believe it's one of the best um, zombie movies out there. Uh, the only reason why I haven't seen it until now is because I uh, I don't have anything against movies with uh, subtitles, uh, but they are a little bit hard. What at least for me, uh, to uh, try to read the subtitles and watch the action on the movie too. Um, it's uh, you know, most of the time whenever I see a, a subtitled movie, and I got I got DVDs from other countries that are uh, subtitled, and uh, I still like the movie, but uh, it's just a little hard to read this. I had to watch the movie over again just to read the subtitles and watch it again. Uh, to watch the action of the movie and uh, so I decided pretty much not to uh, talk about it on the show you know in depth and uh, then I saw it on Tubi and it was dubbed in English and um, I uh, so I watched it and like I said it's 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 a really good uh, zombie movie it's basically about uh, zombies on a train and uh it's a. Uh, it, it focuses on a 
the main actors in it is a, a, a guy and his daughter. And uh, he's trying to get her to his mother or her mother's um, uh, house for uh, her birthday party and for the little girl's birthday party. So uh, it, it's got a lot of action in it. It's got uh, the zombies are uh, are really spooky looking. Uh, they turn real quick. They're fast zombies. They're not slow like The Walking Dead. And uh, so, yeah. I really like this movie, so uh, you all checked it out. Uh, Train to Busan, if you haven't already seen it, um, check that out. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, I uh, uh, watched a documentary uh, the other uh, day, and uh, it's uh, it's called um, "The Scariest Monsters in America." Um, and this movie is a uh, this documentary is about uh, well they talk they break down ten of them but supposedly there's a monster in every state uh, each state supposedly has a monster I believe here in Arkansas it's the Falk monster in uh, Falk Arkansas it's another Bigfoot uh, but this this uh, documentary uh, talks about ten uh, they boil it down to ten uh, states and uh, uh, they talk about the Texas Chupacabra and uh, the black-eyed children in Vermont, uh, the Oklahoma octopus, the Rougarou in Louisiana, the Bell Witch in Tennessee, uh, the Jersey Devil in uh, New Jersey. You know, they also talk about La Llorona and uh, the Wendigo, Mothman, Bigfoot. It's it's really interesting and it's kind of funny in a way. Um, and I really strongly suggest that uh, if you like documentaries, to check that out. Because I've always um, liked the uh, cryptid stories about these cryptid creatures. Um, now, the, the one about the black-eyed children is really creepy. I've read about them. And they are. They're really creepy. Uh, but yeah, check that documentary out. Now, let's get started on the, uh, the movies that I want to talk about for this week. Uh, the first one uh, that I want to talk about is one called Landmine Goes Click. Came out in 2015. Uh, it's TVMA for some reason. Uh, it's about an hour and uh, 45 minutes long. Now this one is about a trap standing on an, an uh, armed landmine. An American tourist is forced to watch helplessly while his girlfriend is terrorized and brutally assaulted. Now, this, this movie is directed by Levon Bakia, and it stars uh, Sterling Knight. He plays Chris. Uh, he, he was um, in a comedy um, back in 2009 that I kind of liked called 17 Again. That was a pretty funny movie. And then this movie also stars the beautiful Spencer Locke, she plays Alicia. Uh, you all would re- remember her if you're a, um, a Resident Evil fan. Uh, she was in Resident Evil Evolution and Resident Evil Afterlife. She plays Kmart uh, in in those two movies. And she was also the voice of Jenny in the um, animated um, uh, 
spooky uh, cartoon called uh, uh, Monster House. This movie also stars Coat Tolo Rondava. He plays Ilya. And uh, Dean Geyer, he plays Daniel. Uh, Dean Geyer was actually, if you um, are a Glee fan, he was in 14 episodes of Glee. Um, so yeah, he, he um, I believe he's one that plays uh, the uh, the guy who's um, supposedly going to get married to the girl. Um, now this movie has actually won eight well-deserved awards. I uh, don't want to go through all of them for time uh, purposes, but uh, just a few of them at the Atlanta um, Underground film festival back in 2015 it won the festival prize for best drama and feature film and at the Cineways uh, film festival back in 2015 it won the festival award for feature film and then the Diabolique uh, international film festival in 2015 it won the jury award for best actor and that was um, for uh, Cole uh, Totos uh, Kava probably not pronouncing his last name right but <laughs> but anyway um, but yeah now this movie is messed up um, it's pretty much um, I would say uh, an anth- almost like an anthology because the first part of it is about this um, this uh, couple who are going to get married a man and a woman who's going to get married and they're the guy's best friend. He's supposed to be uh, their uh, his best man. And uh, they are in this country. I'm not sure what the country is, but this but the city in uh, is called Georgia. It's not Georgia in the United States, but Georgia in this country. I can't remember what it was. Um, and uh, they they plan on going out and having a a weekend camping trip in this country. And uh, at the beginning of it, it it's, the you know, soon-to-be groom has left to do something. Uh, the best man and the girl is still in the car. Uh, they supposedly have had an affair, and uh, they uh, are. Um, he wants her to tell him so before they get married, to, you know, to um, reveal what had happened, and she don't want to do it. And uh, so anyway, they. They end up walking through the uh, the land, and uh, they set up camp, and they spend the night. And the uh, best man, when he wakes up, he wakes, he walks out of his tent, and he sees sees that this guy is rummaging through the soon-to-be groom uh, his uh, stuff, and so he stops him, and the the groom comes running and saying, "Hey, he he knows him. He had him come and." Everything come to find out the the groom the guy who's getting married he uh, got his friend uh, to meet them there and to take pictures and I kind of thought this was a little funny uh, what was going on because uh, he had uh, uh, them lined up it was the groom the bride to be. And then their best man. And the guy was telling them to move over to the right a little bit, a few inches, and move a little more, a few inches. And as the, uh, they're moving, the groomsman, or not the groomsman, but the best man, is uh, steps on 
something and hear and they hear a click. And what it is is they stepped on a landmine. Uh, supposedly the the field was was um uh, had landmines placed in it. Some of them still active um, by the Russians because Russians were had a war at that in that country at one time, and there was la- still live landmines in the the field. And uh, so that starts the second part of the of the story that I said is three uh, anthology. I felt like it was an anthology, uh, but this is the second story. After he lands on the landmine, he finds out that the uh, the groom planned all this. He knew about them having an affair, and uh, so he uh, fixes it to where um, tells uh, tells his um, so-called bride to be that she was a whore, and him and his friend leaves, leaving the girl and the guy on the landmine to uh, decide how they're gonna. Uh, work this situation out and here along comes uh, one of these uh, locals he's a fat fuck um, has a gun has a shotgun and a dog with him and a backpack and everything he's walking through the, the field and he comes across them and the girl has is, uh, dug a, a trench beside or half uh, halfway dug a trench beside uh, the guy to maybe where he can jump into the trench and not really get hurt too bad if, if at all possible because they don't have any other way to uh, you know what else what else can they do you know so uh, she's digging and this guy comes along and uh, they try to get him to help and uh, he starts taunting them and um, he says he'll help her if she gives him uh, her panties and it turns out to where he ends up raping her and uh, right all in front of this guy who can't do nothing because he's standing on a landmine. And um, somehow the guy gets his gun. And um, at one point the dog, he, he's out scavenging around. And uh, the dog starts running after this guy rapes this girl. Uh, he's got her draped over a rock and he, he uh, after he's through... Uh, she's walking away, and uh, the dog starts running towards the girl, and the guy uh, tells her to run towards him, you know, and it, it all happened so quick, and uh, the dog bumps into the guy and knocks him off the landmine, and he the gun sh- fires and shoots the girl. And um, so uh, the then... Uh, Local, the the guy who raped the girl, he he doesn't really care whether she got shot or not. He just tells the guy, you know, that he was a dumbass. That landmines go off as soon as you step on them. That they don't, then there's not a timer on it or anything like that. Um, called him a dumbass and walked off. And so, um, you know, here's here's he trying to uh, save the girl that got this that he loves and got shot. And um, then the third part, it shows uh, him showing up at a house, and it's got a middle-aged woman, kind of an attractive woman, and a young, pretty teenager. Um, and this guy that assaulted the girl in in uh, in front of him, uh, 
and the rest of it is a revenge story. Uh, it's, it, it's the movie is amazing. The acting is good in it, and um, I uh, there's only there's only, mostly in uh, revenge movies like uh, I Spit on Your Grave and think the the sequels and everything. Uh, someone who takes revenge on somebody, they either um, don't have any feeling whatsoever about what they did, or they're proud of it. And uh, his reaction was a little different. Uh, that 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 was I would have given them a, a different reaction at the end of it. But other than that, it was it was really good. Um, I like the concept of the movie. Um, the acting is good. The cinematography is great. Uh, it's a foreign film, uh, more or less. But there's only a few parts that's got subtitles in it. Um, not many. And uh, so I give this one a 10 out of 10. Um, you can watch it on uh, Prime. It's also on Vudu, uh, Pluto TV, and it's on uh, Tubi. Now the uh, the second movie that I want to talk about is a freaking funny ass movie uh, called uh, Pool Party Massacre. Come out in 2017. It's not rated and it's about an hour and 21 minutes long. Now this one is about an un an unknown killer stalks and murders a group of high maintenance young socialites enjoying a summer by the pool, turning it into the worst pool party ever. And this movie is directed by uh, Drew Marverick. Um, he's actually uh, did a movie that I talked about several about a year ago uh, called scared to death and it's it stars uh, Leanne vamp she plays uh, Ms. Stevens uh, John Mol- Molinero plays um, mr. Uh, Winthrop Sally burns walk she plays Ms. Winthrop and drew Marverick the uh, director he plays Blaine Winthrop now, this movie also stars uh, Alexis Adams. She plays Tiffany. And uh, Destiny Faith Nelson. She plays Jasmine. Now, this one is a uh, is about uh, these uh, real beautiful, uh, young, rich uh, socialites. They're all stuck up. Especially the one that's uh, having the pool party. They have uh, her parents are going out of town so she decides to have her some of her rich stuck up friends over to have a pool party and um it uh it they uh each one of them has this has a certain quirks like one of them her she don't want to get her hair wet and the other one she's um you know got to have her makeup perfect and everything and um but anyway the uh uh, there's a killer out on the loose, and it ends up. Well, before they he starts um, uh, killing off the girls, he he gets the uh, neighbors and the pool boy. Um, and after that, he he um, knocks off each of these girls one at a time. Um, then he goes to the tool shed, 
and uses a, a different tool at each murder. Uh, and uh, the special effects in it are really good. And the um, the, the one-liners, there's some really funny um, lines in this movie. Um, but uh, the special effects, the gore effects is really good. Um, but it's it's really just uh, paying tribute to the uh, 80s slasher movie. Um, and they do that really well. Um, it's a low-budget independent movie. Um, yeah, I guess you pretty much say that it's a... Uh, just, well, I, I know the director and uh, one of the uh, the girls that gets killed off. She gets killed off with a an, an axe, um, a pickaxe, in the, uh, uh, through the throat and out her mouth. <laughs> uh, those two are married. The director and the uh, the, uh, the girl that gets the uh, pickaxe in her throat. But the director is uh, is in the the movie, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you who. Uh, it's a really it's it's surprising uh, who the killer is. Um, it really it shocked me. Uh, but it, that's what it, that's what it is. It, it's paying tribute to the '80s slasher films, and they did a really good job on it. I give this movie also a ten out of ten. It's funny. It's got some really gorgeous. Uh, women in it um it's got a little um little bit of sex and uh, not about i think one scene has a a topless girl in it i'm not i'm not quite sure i can't remember now uh but it's uh, it's well worth your time to watch i would give it a 10 out of 10 it's also on prime you can watch it on youtube tv on voodoo and it's also on uh, Tubi TV. Now, right after this short break, I got another really good independent movie that I want to talk about. And I'll talk about it right after this short break. Now, the last movie I want to talk about is a freaking awesome independent film. Uh, called Clowns in the Woods. Come out in 2021. It's not rated. And it's about an hour and uh, 30 minutes long. And this one is about uh, Marcus, a young man with a disability, is bullied and killed after a prank goes wrong. In the afterlife, he meets a group of ghostly clowns who help him exact revenge on those who done who had done him wrong now uh, this movie was directed by adrian esposito and kurt markham and it stars um dalton uh, petra he plays marcus uh, rosalind kazmaier she plays amy um she was actually in one of the Purge movies, the first Purge, come out in 2018, and uh, this movie also stars uh, Adrian Espinito. He plays um, Rocco. Now, this movie actually won one award. It won at the uh, the Shauna Shea Film Festival. It won the Festival Award for Best Horror Film. 
Now this one is a straight out uh, independent low to well. It actually, um, I read where they they spent about thirty, uh, estimated about thirty-five thousand to make this movie. Um, but uh, it is still a low-budget, um, independent movie. It reminded me a lot of um, the movies that I've been in. Uh, just a group of friends who has got together, wrote a script, and did a movie. And uh, but they did it really, really well. And what I also like about it is they actually used uh, some um, mentally handicapped people in it. They had uh, one of the main characters in it is uh, has got Down syndrome, and one of the uh, one that plays Marcus, he's he's mentally uh, challenged too. And uh, but they uh, they did a really good job in it. The script is really good. It's about um, uh, Marcus. He uh, he likes this girl, but of course, in most all horror movies, these nerds and these um, weak people, um, nerds and uh, uh, unpopular kids uh, that like these uh, real pretty cheerleaders and everything. They have a boyfriend who beats him up and everything. Well, it's pretty much the same thing. He he likes this girl, and her boyfriend uh, beats him up, and. Uh, uh, he, uh, you know, talks to this one boy who, uh, he's the one, his best friend who, uh, uh, he's the one that has the Down syndrome. Um, and he's telling him how, uh, he doesn't need to be hanging around with, with that girl because she, she doesn't like him and everything. And they, she ends up getting hold of him and, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and telling him to come meet her at her house that she wants to be with him. That her and her boyfriend broke up. And uh, so of course he believes her. Because he likes her a lot. And so he shows up there with some flowers. And and uh, he knocks on the door. And has she has him come sit down on the couch. On the couch. And I'm not sure if he ha- she has him close his eyes. Or if they turn the lights out. Um, I believe she closes, has him close his eyes. And then she says she's going to kiss him. And then she puts up this bulldog, and the bulldog starts licking him in the lips. And he wakes up, or opens his eyes, and here's the the girl holding the dog up, and all the the guys that were bullying him earlier in in the movie um, are laughing at him. And he starts running out of the house, and runs out in the street, and gets hit by a uh, a truck, I believe it was, or a car. Uh, some kind of vehicle, and it kills him. And uh, he comes, you can see his ghost coming out of his body, and he ends up seeing these clowns. Uh, each one of the clowns had a certain storyline to uh, to them. Uh, one of them was gay, and uh, someone teased him, and, and something happened to him, and he was killed, and... Uh, but but anyway, each each one of the clowns had had something wrong with them um, to um, cause him to get killed, and they come back as clowns. And he was turning into one of the clowns, and he pretty much um, was getting help by them to get the people who uh, killed him and bullied him. Uh, the special effects 
gore effects is not really all that good. Um, but like I said, this is a this is a low budget film. I mean, it's it's made uh, just like um you know like what we we do here every once in a while. Um, it's but it's really well made. The acting is really good. Um, they got a tent that uh, I thought was pretty cool. It, it, about it's almost like a clown card, real small, narrow tent. But all six of the clowns walk in it and you know disappear. I guess you know uh, once they walk into the uh, the tent. But uh, but it's uh, it's really good. It's well made. Uh, what I like about it is they uh, they use the uh, real um, mentally handicapped people that uh, uh, you know that I've, that I've seen a lot of um, uh, handicapped people who are in uh, movies and TV shows that are that are really good actors and and they, this this is the case they there are some really good actors in this movie uh, for a uh, low budget film so I give this movie a 10 out of 10 also um, it's uh, it's like I said it's it's real worth well worth the uh, the time to watch it. Now, I'm gonna tell you right now, it's you know it's it's independent. It's a real low budget, um, and uh, but I, for the for the type of movie it it is, I I think they did a really good job, and um, you should give them a chance and watch it. Uh, so yeah, I give this one a ten out of ten. Also, you can watch it on Prime. It's on Google Play Movies and TV, and uh, it's also on. Uh, you can rent it on YouTube, and it's also on a Tubi. So now, yeah, that's the the movies for this week. Out of these three, um, now, well, let's just uh, recap. The, the first one I talked about was a, a Landmine Goes Click. Gave it a 10 out of 10. Uh, it's a messed up movie. It's uh, It's got three pretty much different storylines in it. It's a revenge movie. It's a, um, it's, it's just uh, I don't know what to really say that it, it, it's messed up. At the end of it, it's really messed up. But it's messed up uh, when what happens to the girl too. It's just uh, but it's really well acted, and so I give this a ten out of ten. And then the second one is a pool party massacre. Uh, it's funny. It's also really low budget. Uh, it's got some really funny um, one-liners in it. Uh, these girls are just so dumb. Some of the things they say is just hilarious. There's some really good-looking women in it, and it's really surprising when you find out who it was that did the killing. Um, so I give this one a 10 out of 10 also. And then the last one is Clowns in the Woods. Um this movie is it's it's really entertaining um what, what i did like about it is i love evil clowns and above all else the clown makeup in in this one of the clowns looks evil as hell and one of the other ones uh, uh looks like uh john wayne gacy's make clown makeup and uh so so i love the the clown makeup in it uh, they did a really good job on the clown makeup um, but, uh, but it's, it's really well made, um, independent movie. 
Uh, so yeah, give give this one a chance. It's it's really good. I give it a ten out of ten. Also, out of these three, <clears throat> um, I don't know. And camping and being a camping movie, I, I I think I would probably I think I had more fun with uh, with Pool Party Massacre. Um, but for something serious. Um, that's messed up, I would say Landmine Goes Click. But again, just give them all a, uh, a, a go. Uh, I just can't pick out uh, one of these because I love all three of them. So yeah, that's the movies for this week. I hope you all get to see them. Um, i got some uh, really good ones to talk about next week. I'm going to be talking about uh, three of the Saska sister movies. Uh, Jen and Sylvia Saska. And um, I freaking love those women. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I'll be talking about them next week. And uh, so I hope you get to see uh, these movies. If you uh, if you want to send me an email, the uh, my email address is uh, Into the Darkness Podcast nineteen sixty one at gmail dot com. Um, got this. Uh, this uh, email address and I haven't got one single email so uh, you all get out there and start asking me questions and telling me uh, you know what you uh, what you think of these movies if you uh, if you watched them and uh, so yeah I hope to uh, I hope you all like uh, these movies and uh, until next time keep it scary